All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. It's my birthday week, which means a gangbang update for you guys as we lead into the week that it is going to happen. And a lot of other fun has gone down as well. Before we cover all of that, though, we want to thank Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. We get asked constantly where to find clubs and events, and we always point people towards Cassidy.com because they have an amazing selection of the best clubs and events out there. And another feature that I really like about it is you can see who's on the guest list for each individual event. You can start connecting and networking with people ahead of time so that when you go to that event, it's a little bit more comfortable and maybe you already have somebody, you know, a friendly face in the room. And if you want to try Cassidy for free for 30 days, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the home page. Again, that will get you 30 days of all access to try it out risk-free. When you go to frontportswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage, we'll see you there. Birthday week means I'm getting spoiled all week long and I am so excited about it. Thankfully, I have a partner who is totally okay with me being a spoiled brat and you giving me everything I want for the week. So. Well, it's more like birthday month. <laughs> you say that, but I don't feel like I started getting to be a real pain in the ass until a few days ago. Well, yeah, but to be fair, we're very busy and you kind of lost track. But normally, you're wearing me out like a week before the month of February even begins. <laughs> and then, of course, my birthday, which I give zero fucks about, you pretty much take control of that as well because whatever we do is really kind of geared toward you because I just don't care. <laughs> That's not true. I have some special surprises for your birthday. You yeah. just don't like your birthday. I well, well, we'll see how you feel in 20 years. Okay. You've told me you never liked your birthday, even as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Once I got to be like a, you know, young adult, I never gave a shit about my birthday. It was like, yeah, whatever. Another day. Yeah. You the know, worst. You... Everyone focusing on you and giving you everything you want for a day. It's so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not, not a big deal. And as you get older, they get really less important. I can assure you. So you'll see. We'll oh, see if fuck you're, that. If I'm you're celebrating. celebrating when I'm 107. Yeah, we'll see if you're celebrating your birthday month at 52. <laughs> see how that goes. So yeah, we obviously have a big thing planned for my birthday. The only thing I asked for for my birthday this year was a gangbang. I don't want clothing. I don't want jewelry. I don't want any of that shit. I just want to get a bunch of dicks in and around me. Well, we've tried a number of times. I have tried a number of times to put gangbangs together for you in various places and, you know, different portions of our journey. It's not fucking easy. It really isn't. What I've done this time, however, I've stacked the deck. So <laughs> we have about three or four friends that we know will be there. Three for sure. Yeah. Three for sure. And there's about eight guys in, to- in total that are you know lined up to do this. So at minimum, I figure you get 50%. That's the 50% rule. Even if we only got 50%, that's four cocks for you. Five if you count myself. So I figure we're in pretty good shape right now. Yeah, I feel like I I feel like it, there has to be at least four. Otherwise, it's not a gangbang. It's just like a foursome with three guys and me. No, three is like a Tuesday afternoon. So there has to be at least four. But I'm pretty sure we have four on deck already, like fully confirmed. So I'm not right. concerned about it. I am just so fucking excited. I mean, of course, the vain part of me wants to be the center of attention with a bunch of dudes. But 
I also love just like all the hands and mouths on me. It's why I love group play. So I am so excited for this experience. Now, I will say this. I have been thinking about the potential of DP, but I don't know because every single guy that we have coming is incredibly well endowed. Yeah, it's I don't know who that I don't know how that's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think no. it, I, I don't think it can happen because I want it to be airtight. I want to have one in the cock, one in the pussy, one in my mouth. At some point, and then also one in each hand. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to we'll have to figure that out. I'm not sure that's a logistical thing that can take place with this particular group. No, it's we needed be a, a, a less endowed man to be invited to the party, and we just didn't think ahead that way. <laughs> well, that that's the other. You know, if it weren't for the gangbang, which of course has been on on our bucket list for a while or yours anyway really still working on finding you a play partner who has a micro penis that is a thing you're looking for i'm not looking for a micro penis play partner that is not true well, you do not to, put that into the universe you want to play with someone with a micro penis i want to have one experience in which i meet and potentially have sex with a man with a micro penis yes and i'm not fetishizing i am just incredibly interested at the idea no you've been turned on by the idea for a long time well i didn't think about it earlier but now now that I'm thinking about it, well, first of all, you talk about complicated. Jesus, it's it's difficult enough to put a, a generic gangbang together, let alone trying to nail down specific anatomical requests. So it, it wouldn't have been that easy, but it may have been a good time to try. Well, I don't think a micro penis is going to be good for a DP. It needs to be guy a guy with a super average size cock. All right. Well, I'll, I'll put that out there. <laughs> And yeah, and to be fair, this is all my fault because I told you I want a bunch of big cogs. I want yeah. at least seven inches or more. Well, and thick. And we have a couple of friends that are way too thick to be doing DP. Oh, fuck no. So, yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> custom condom kind of thick. So yeah, that's yeah. not going to work in this particular arena. No, that is not going to happen. But yeah, I, no matter what happens, no matter where the cocks are and when they are where they are, it's going to be a good time. And I'm really excited. Well, last week, also lots of cock for you. And well, in general, there was just a lot of sex last week. Yeah, we were fucking naughty. Yeah. So it started with T earlier in the week, who you guys have heard on our show a couple of different times. And I'm actually going to be sharing our story today later in the podcast. It is super fun, has a super awkward surprise ending because that's who I am and of course everything has to get weird at some point but it was so fun and sexy and I can't wait to share those details with you guys but then on the following day I basically got my back blown out if we're being real yeah I always know that you know when you have a hot wife experience for anyone in this space they'll understand this once you've had a hot wife experience your partner has had one and you can't have that reconnective sex right away because they're basically incapacitated because they got their <laughs> brains fucked out it's a, it is a positive and a negative, let's face it. You're not able to reconnect and you're like, fuck, I really wanted that reconnection. But at the same time, it's like, wow, that must have been super fucking intense. And when we finally do reconnect over it, it's going to be insane. And that's pretty much what happened because you were at a commission for almost 24 hours. Yes. I literally thought my back was blown out. You say he fucked my brains out. I think he fucked my spinal cord out because yeah. I was limping. I was hunched over the next day. I wanted to go to the gym with you and I could barely get off the couch, let alone go to the gym. But let me tell you, it was fucking worth it because, well, a couple of reasons. One, and you and I have talked about this a couple of times now, this man is like physical perfection to me. Yeah. I, If I could mold a man out of clay that is my perfect specimen, that is this man. 
Yeah, you keep you tell you have told everybody that. He's so fucking hot. He's like six over six feet tall, probably six one, six two. He's lean, he's muscular, he clearly works out, he's tatted. I mean, he is just fucking gorgeous and gorgeous eyes and an amazing cock. So that coupled with the fact that he can fuck me like uh, I can't even describe to you what it's like. <laughs> it is the most intense, crazy sex. It's just such a fun time. And I, I thought it was well worth the incredibly sore back the next day. Yeah, I saw some pictures and some video. It was pretty fucking hot. Oh my God. Yes. And you haven't even seen the hottest picture yet, which is like his cum all over my ass. <laughs> no, I have not seen that. And his cocks in the picture. To, it gives you a little bit of idea of how big of a cock he has because it's, you know, in comparison to my ass and it's basically the length of my ass. Well, you have a giant ass. so Exactly. So yeah. he has a giant cock. It's a very hot picture. Yeah. Well, you were just a mess by the time I had gotten home because that was an afternoon session, which we love obviously uh and you had to take a nap i did i passed the fuck out i had to yeah and i mean to me that is also in contrast to the play session i had on saturday with one half of the couple that we often see and are very very good friends of ours wednesday was this crazy wild banging hard fucking for an hour and a half and i'm limping the next day versus saturday i have this super sensual sweet just relaxing session with this husband that I get to play with very regularly. And I love the contrast between the two. I love that I can have both in the same week. It just makes me feel like I'm a very versatile lover and it makes me feel really lucky to have different types of men in my life too. Well, let's face it. You couldn't have taken two of those sessions in a week. No, I would have died. I would have been at the fucking hospital. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you were just... I would have been at the sex hospital if that's a thing. Well, I got to play Friday night while I had a date while you had... Had a date, which we, tr- which you know, <laughs> one of us did much better than the other. Uh, I fared far better than you did. So much better, and that never fucking happens. Usually, you're the one that has these weird experiences, and I'm the one that gets my brains fucked out. But you didn't get your brains fucked out. But no. do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I finally was able to connect with a couple that I was communicating with before the holidays, even before Thanksgiving. And, you know, holidays and shit happens. And then finally they reached out to me again and we were able to get together. And it was a great fucking night. And I'll tell you, you know, we could talk a little bit more about this later when we touch on single guy tip of the week. Doing the right thing results in amazing fucking evenings like the one I had. Well, it does when it's with the right people, for, for sure. sure. Well, they're an amazing couple. First of all, she is so fucking cute. She had this little black dress on. She's got a great ass, phenomenal legs, silky smooth skin. Yeah, you said she was like thick in all the right places, oh, yeah. which drives you fucking crazy. Yeah, she was just a doll. Her husband and partner, super fucking great guy. Really attractive. He's about my age. She's a drop younger. But man, they were just a great fucking fucking couple and we hit it off really quickly we met at a local place uh, kind of a bar restaurant where you and i enjoy going once in a while and and let me say this too when you left for the date you were like i think this is just a date i don't see play on the table right. and i said don't limit yourself if you go and it's awesome then allow yourself to play you know well, if that's on the table the other thing you gotta remember the, the part that you know always is in my mind you were on a date well you were going to be on a date at basically the same time i was right now we'll talk about this but while i knew who the guy was. We'd already met him. Felt very safe. Obviously, I know his name and I got his ID, you know, all that stuff. And you were at our place. I felt that you were safe, but it's always in the back of my mind that you're on a date. So a lot of times, if I'm in a situation like that, I'm far more concerned or too concerned about what you're up to to really kind of immerse myself in what I'm doing. So I tried to not get 
bogged down by that. Yeah. And it worked. As I said, we had a great conversation for about 30 minutes. They invited me back to their place. And as I told you, it was a night that it's the epitome of doing the right thing as a single guy or someone who's behaving as a single guy, because I got amazing 18 year old scotch and awesome head by an amazing couple. So it was, <laughs> it was a great night for me. Head from two people and scotch. I mean, do, does it get any better of a Friday evening than that? Not for me. And you got home and we fucked. So <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. And But of course, your evening didn't go quite as well. It did not. No. In fact, I think when you and I had sex, it was a little bit of a frustration fuck, if I'm being honest. <laughs> well, yes. And well, as a matter of fact, and not so much the same on Saturday, but you were so worked up Saturday after playing with our friend. We were having a conversation. I think we were about five minutes into him not being in the room anymore. I had just gotten back from the gym and I was soaking wet. I just ran. And you're like, okay, I need you to fuck me. I am so worked up. I need more dick. I'm like, well, but I'm, I smell like, are you sure? You're like, yeah, right now. Need I it didn't right give now. a fuck. Your balls were all salty from the workout. I didn't care at all. It was, I needed it. I needed it bad. <laughs> yeah. You've been pretty insatiable lately. <laughs> yes. But Friday night, as mentioned, there was definitely some frustration fucking going on when you got home because... Let's lead into single guy tip of the week. So <laughs> we talked about this gentleman a couple weeks back on an episode. We met him in public together for a drink and he was 15, 20 minutes late yeah. that time. It, see, what's more than that, though, I, I got to say, thinking back on it and after the conversation I had with the gentleman of the couple that I spent Friday night with, he brought up a good point. And then I thought more about it. Even as late as yesterday, I was thinking about this. When he showed up late and he behaved the way he did, that was a should have been a huge red flag, right? He was not only late, didn't really apologize for being late, made no no excuse for it, and was super fucking nervous and just you know squirrely and you know the whole nine yards. And it really did. I was first of all, I was pissed. I was already pissed. Because you were pissed. In fact, I kept putting my hand on your arm and you're like, <laughs> like trying to calm you down a little bit. But I totally get it. You're, that is your pet peeve is people being fucking late. Well, it's not just being late. It's being really aloof about being late. And he would listen, I, we should have left. I was ready to leave. Actually, I was getting the check when he walked in the door because when he came in 20 plus minutes late, he stopped to talk to some people at another table. Didn't even bother to come over to us and, you know, apologize first. I was ready to get the check. Had they not been so busy and I was able to get it, we would have just left. I should have stuck with my instincts. I, we should have just not fucked with this guy again. Yeah. That, so yeah. basically what happened is Friday night, I wanted to give this guy a second chance because the digital communication leading up to our first meeting was fucking phenomenal. This guy is funny. He's witty. He was respectful. He wasn't shooting out random cockpits all over the place. None of that. It was so refreshing during the you know week that we were talking leading up to that first meeting. So then the first meeting happens and I'm like, well, that's a fucking bummer because what a contrast to the digital communication we've been having. Right. And so I wanted to give him a second shot. I think you wanted us to give him a second shot, too, mostly because you knew I was excited about him. I was super fucking attracted to him. I mean, yeah. he's a gorgeous man. And I was also I was really curt when he and I were when he sat down and I was talking to him because I was pissed. And I'm sure he got that vibe very quickly, which made him really uncomfortable. 
But in my opinion, rightfully so. You know, you're late, you don't apologize, you act as if nothing happened, and then you've got kind of this weird, squirrely, you know, thing going on where it's almost like I, I have to distrust you a little bit. I don't know what your intentions are. So I wasn't super hospitable. And you decided that <laughs> evening to, you know... Imagine that, Brian being less than hospitable when he's pissed off. <laughs> well, but I mean, it was really just, it was just disrespectful in my opinion. No, and, I don't disagree. And the other thing is, you know, that's the thing we talk to these guys about all the time. You're not just fucking up your evening or one person's evening. There's multiple people involved here. You know, if you've got a couple that has kids or, you know, had to get a babysitter or somebody had to take off of work or whatever, you're just fucking with people's schedules. Just do the right thing. Okay, so I'm going to tell the Friday story now. So that whole thing happens. I decide I'm going to give him a second chance. And I went way out of my way for this. I thought you went too far out of your way. I absolutely did looking back on it. But I was excited about it because he's fucking hot. And he was cool when we were talking online. So I asked him what his favorite drink was. I went and got that drink. I set the house up so it was kind of sexy, but not intimidatingly so. Yeah, but I mean, it was not over the top. I had some candles. I had some music going. I just thought it was a very kind of chill atmosphere. And he actually texted me at like six. We were supposed to meet at seven. He texted me at six and said, hey, is it okay if I show up a few minutes early because my work schedule freed up towards the end of my day and I can get there a little bit earlier? I said, absolutely. So he said he was going to get there 15, 10, 15 minutes early. Then he texts me. As we're getting closer to the time that he's supposed to be here and tells me that he's run into traffic, he's no longer going to be early. Okay, no problem. Then 7.15 rolls around, okay? And I finally message him and I'm like, where the hell are you? And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I got stuck behind a wreck and I'll be there super soon. He doesn't get to our place until 7.35. And my final correspondence with him before he actually comes to our place is, I am officially fucking annoyed. Yeah, so you're either 35 minutes late or, you know, 55 minutes late or 45 minutes late, depending on what time you want to, you know, give him. And again, it's like, this is a pattern. Now it's a pattern. Once is is an accident, twice is a fucking pattern. Well, not only that, but if I was 35 minutes late to something, I would feel so fucking bad. I would walk in the door and be like, like, oh my God, I am so sorry. I fucked up. I got behind this wreck. I didn't manage my time correctly, whatever. Instead, he walks in and he I hand him a drink that had been sitting there fucking getting watered down since 645. I hand it to him and he's like, oh, I can see by the look on your face that you are super annoyed. Yeah. That's what he says. Not I'm sorry, but yeah, you look fucking annoyed. Yeah. Listen, you got to do better than that. <laughs> you know, you know, somebody's pissed, especially since it's your fucking fault. You got to remedy that shit. <laughs> then, then the fucking audacity. He still thinks we're going to have sex. Well, naturally. He still thinks even after being late all of that time, making these excuses for a second time about being late, not apologizing for being late. He still thinks that he is going to have his cock inside of me. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Yeah, that's a lack of awareness is what that is. Again, he behaved poorly the first time, basically repeating the same behavior the second time and expecting still that this is going to be okay and you guys are going to get naked. Like, what the fuck are you thinking, man? And he missed out because I was horny pants that night. I wanted cock so bad. I wanted multiple cocks. I wanted him to fuck me like crazy. Then I wanted you to fuck me like crazy. I was worked up all day long thinking about it. I masturbated about it in the morning. I mean, I would have pounced on this man. He would have had some good fucking pussy. And he fucked it up because he couldn't be on time 
and then still had the audacity to not apologize. Yeah, look, I said it. This is not rocket science. If you're a guy who's single or a guy who behaves as a single man, you know, you're partnered, but you guys play separately or whatever, show up early, pull out her chair, be conversant, be polite, be hospitable, be complimentary. And you get to, uh, you know, you get invited back to their place and you get 18 year old scotch and amazing head. That's how this works. <laughs> that's how this should work. It's and if, if, it, if that's and if it's not working for you, you really need to reevaluate what the fuck you're doing. I you know, completely agree. Here's the thing. This guy got invited to to your place. You set the room up, had a cocktail for him, lingerie, candles, the whole nine yards. It was handed to him on a silver platter. All he had to do was either show up on time or apologize profusely for not being on time. Yes. That's all he had to do. Yep. Couldn't fucking do it. You don't deserve any pussy. You just oh don't God. deserve it. I have way more fucking self-worth than that. You honestly think that I am going to provide you with my pussy after you treat me like that? There is no fucking way. No. And the other thing I'll say is you made a really good point because I was pissed about this whole thing, obviously. And I was like, I'm not giving second chances anymore. If we see the red flags the first time, we're not giving any more second chances. And you made the perfect point, which is there have been many times when we have provided second chances and it's been amazing. Yeah. So to be bitter and jaded like that and not give people the benefit of the doubt is not in our best interest, even when this kind of shit happens sometimes. I think it depends on just how bright a red flag or red flags we see the first time around. That's very true. It's a spectrum. <laughs> yeah, it is. This That's a scale. It's a sliding scale. In this particular case, of course, hindsight being what it is, this is probably a guy who did not deserve a second chance. And I think going forward, the type of behavior that he exhibited on the first meeting is going to negate a second chance for anybody else. Yeah. You know, it was just, there were too many bright red flags. I agree. You yep. know, and, but for you, you know, you're, you're horny pants and you, you know, you see a hot guy with a big cock. You're like, I'll give him a second chance, you know, but unfortunately it doesn't always result in the best outcome. Well, listen, I'd rather have an average sized cock and an average looking dude that actually shows up and treats me with respect in hindsight. hundred percent all yeah. day long. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that, no doubt about it. But uh, great fucking week anyway. And oh my God, so much hot shit went down last week. I'm reflecting back on it now that we're talking about it. And I'm like, fuck, despite that train wreck of an evening, we had a great fucking week. I got a lot of great cock. I had a lot of amazing men in my bed. And really, what more can you ask for? Yeah, th th even a bad week is a good week, I think, for us at this point. <laughs> so that was that would be considered a kind of a mediocre week, I guess, considering, <laughs> you know, but it was fucking great anyway. For me, it was outstanding. Yes. You know, that guy's fucking, you know, what he lost out on, I gained, so it's okay for me. But yeah, what a great fucking uh, experience I had. You had a couple of great experiences in one train wreck. So two out of three, not bad. Yeah. You know. Hashtag meatloaf, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we are going to get to a very sexy story this week that I am so thrilled to share because I am really enjoying my time with this man and I want to deep dive into that a little bit. And I also, of course, like I said, have a little bit of a surprise ending, a perfect Brenna ending to an experience, which you guys will totally understand what I mean shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. If you make pleasure a priority in your life like we do, your sexual health should also be top of mind. And knowing your STD status protects you and your partners. And now you can discreetly test at home with Everly Well. 
Everly Well at-home lab tests give you physician-reviewed results and personalized insights so you can take action on your health and wellness all at an affordable and transparent cost. You guys, I just completed my female STD test from Everly Well and it was so freaking easy. Obviously, we have gotten tested very routinely being in the lifestyle because we know how important it is, but I always dreaded going to get the test done, sitting in the doctor's office and getting the blood drawn and that whole process. It just felt so invasive and time consuming. And with Everly Well, they just send you this amazingly easy test. You prick your finger, you take a swab, you send the test off. And I had my results within a week. It is so easy. And of course, we're going to be using that from here on out, both myself and Brian, to complete our STD testing quarterly. And for listeners of our show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash FPS. That's everlywell.com slash FPS for 20% off your at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash FPS. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Manscaped. Roses are red, violets are blue. We love shave balls. How about you? Valentine's Day is coming, and we know just the gift to give that special someone for any and all special occasions. This Valentine's Day, it's time to give him a gift that 4 million men worldwide trust from Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Use our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code SWINGERS to get 20% off and free shipping. You guys, Brian uses all of the Manscaped products. He always smells so good, and he's so freshly groomed and soft down there. And of course, when I'm spending time down there. I sincerely appreciate that effort. I love that he doesn't have any nicks or bumps and I also really appreciate the new products from Manscaped that Brian is using, like their body wash. It's not overly spicy or musky. It's the perfect scent and I think that's why you guys should all try the Manscaped products this Valentine's Day. Again, you can go to manscaped.com and use code SWINGERS at checkout to get 20% off plus free shipping. Your balls will Will thank you. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Permescent. I can't think of a better time of year than Valentine's Day to stock up on all of Permescent's bedroom wellness products. For example, if you're looking to give your Valentine a sensual massage this year, Permescent has some of my favorite smelling massage oils, and they also don't get sticky. They are the perfect viscosity for your sexy time this Valentine's Day. And don't forget their flagship product, the Delay Spray, which, of course, is a great way to extend your sexy bedroom playtime this Valentine's Day. If you really want to impress your partner and give them some extra oomph, check out the Delay Spray and the Delay Wipes from Promescent. And the best part is you can get 15% off of your Promescent order when you go to promescent.com and use our promo code FPS15OFF. Again, that's Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T com and use our promo code FPS 15 off to get all of your Valentine's Day essentials today. So there's also a theme of this story that we're going to be retelling today that I don't think you and I have talked about. I don't think I've ever talked about it on the show before, but I've talked about it individually with listeners and with people in the lifestyle. And that's how different it is to fuck during the day than it is to fuck at night. Yeah, but I got to say, I enjoy the daytime rendezvous myself. We've had this conversation with a lot of our friends. In fact, when I play with our our friends during the day is, you know, it's one or two o'clock in the afternoon. It's always nice to have that break in the afternoon. And then you got the whole rest of the day in the evening and you're not out till midnight or one o'clock in the morning, like your, you know, traditional quote unquote 
purest swinger couple. You know, let's go to the club and meet at 11, but not get naked until one. And then we're getting home at three. Fuck that. That is not my thing. (laughs) I like that sometimes, but I appreciate daytime play for, I guess, because it's so different than nighttime play. To me, in the night, I feel very naughty and I want to be kind of ravaged and I want to be thrown around like a rag doll and I want to be bitten and all of those different things. Earlier in the day, I feel like my body is more sensitive. Is that weird? Like, I feel like especially if it's within the first few hours of me waking up, I feel like my skin is more sensitive. I My mindset is much more sensual. I'm just in a very different headspace and therefore want very different types of play if it's in the morning. Yeah, I think all your senses are more heightened at that time of day. You're more, you know, obviously functional and alert and, you know, that kind of thing. So that's probably why. I enjoy it for a lot of reasons, but not the least of which is that I don't have to be up till 2 a.m. I'd rather be at uh, 2 p.m. having sex. So this particular play session was really interesting for me because of that, because this story involves T, who I have played with on a couple of different occasions, both at nighttime. It was after the sun had gone down. It was definitely when I was in that ravage me, treat me like a slut kind of mood where I just wanted to be used like a rag doll. And this was the first time I've ever gotten to play with him while the sun is up. And it was also within a couple of hours of me waking up because I didn't sleep at all the fucking night before. I had horrible insomnia. So I didn't actually wake up and get out of bed for the day until almost nine. And he was coming over at 10. Yeah. So I was, I had to go to the gym anyway. I just waited till just about before he got here for me to leave. And it's always fun for me to know that you're playing while I'm out doing something, but not normally that early in the day. It was really a little bit, it was kind of strange. How was it strange for you? Well, because it's like my mind at that time of the day is in other places. I've already typically been to the gym and, you know, so we're, I'm in work mode at that point and there's a lot of other stuff going on. And at this point I'm at the gym, it's 10 o'clock, 1030. I haven't even started like getting into work mode. And now I'm thinking about you getting railed in the middle of the morning, you know, <laughs> like it's just threw my entire day off. I was just not, I guess I wasn't on track all day after that. Well, for me, it was interesting because like I said, it was fairly quickly after I got up that he came over. And in the past, there's been a lot of biting. There's been a lot of aggressive play between each other. And I could not imagine being in that mindset when T came over that morning. And I kind of communicated that a little bit ahead of time. And I appreciated so much that, for example, when I answered the door and I was in a cute little outfit, I had a little robe on. And when I answered the door, he came in and I feel like typically in the past when he's kissed me, it's a lot of aggression. It's a hand on the back of the neck. It's a hand on my hip or on my ass kind of squeezing and kneading my skin almost. That was not this at all. He walks in. In fact, the first thing he does is give me a kiss on the forehead, which I really liked. Well, I think everybody. (laughs) very cute and endearing. I think everyone, most people get into a a headspace that's different during the daytime hours for whatever reason, especially that early in the day. Yeah. You know, it's like I had my coffee and I'm going to go have some really aggressive hard, angry, you know, play. I don't know. That's in a lot of people's wheelhouse. (laughs) Probably not. So we're standing in the living room kind of talking. And at one point he wraps his arms around me a little bit and pulls me in and we start kissing. And it is just so much more sensual than it's been before. Now, let me also remind you guys that the last time I talked about T, I said, this is not necessarily the guy that's just going to come over and have 45 minutes of sex and then leave. Right. Well, that's exactly what we did. And I think it's interesting how when you get more comfortable with people, you can imagine them in a lot of different scenarios and have a lot of different types of play. 
I think we needed those two meetings where we really kind of delved into conversation and we connected and we developed chemistry for both of us to feel comfortable, especially him, to just come over and fucking have sex with me. Well, if you, I mean, obviously this is what, you know, Clint, your relationship with Clint was a lot like that for a lot of years. It was kind of in the middle of the day. It was a couple of hours. And, you know, at the same time, it was also very rough for most of the time. But this is a guy who not necessarily can't or doesn't want to play, you know, come over for 45 minutes or an hour and have some sex and leave. That's just not his preference. Right. You well, know? he was able to do it in this situation very well, I guess is my point. So I didn't give him enough credit the last time we right. talked about him. <laughs> so anyway, we're standing in the living room. We're kissing. We're touching on each other. We have some light conversation. And then there's some point that he gets behind me. And this is so fucking hot. He gets behind me and he starts reaching his hands into my shirt and kind of pulling at my tits. But again, very kind of sensually. This is not like a, tw- a titty twister situation going on. Right. He's just running his hands kind of into my little dress thing that I had on, pulling my tits out, kind of pinching on the nipples a little bit. I start moaning because I love that nipple play. And and once again, this is a situation where if this was at night, I'd be like, harder, twist them, pull them. But my skin was sensitive. My nipples were sensitive. So having this, even just this level of touch on them was just making my skin just kind of tingle. It yeah. was so nice. Well, it's also a completely different sensation for the most part. I mean, it's a at a time of day where it's unusual for you to be having this this kind of play session or any play session for that matter with a stranger and or someone other than myself. And so, you know, I'm sure all of that stuff is, is probably firing too and likely for him as well. It certainly seemed that way. He seemed very excited by the whole thing. So he's reaching around, grabbing onto my tits. He's also a total tit man, by the way. We, in fact, had a conversation before he came over that was like, I want to pay attention to your tits more during this play session. Is that okay? And I said, absolutely it is. Yeah, you have no problem with that. (laughs) Not at all. So we're doing that for quite a while. He starts kissing on my neck. And I love the way that he kisses my neck because... He can do either. He can either bite my neck or he can do these very soft, sensual kisses. And I love both. But of course, again, this morning that we're having this play session together, I'm in that soft mindset. So the fact that he is matching my energy and he's just kissing me in all the right places. He's kissing that little patch of skin right under my ear. I feel goosebumps. I can tell I have goosebumps on my arms and legs from it. And it was just perfect. It was this very connected sweet moment that was also kind of naughty. I mean, you're at the gym. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. I have another guy's hands on my tits. And yet somehow I'm going like, oh, this is so sweet. (laughs) Well, for most people, that would be a little strange. But for you, it's just another day. Yeah, I guess it's different than getting my back blown out. So I guess that's the contrast. (laughs) Well, that's it. right? I mean, all of those things are available to you. So why not take them? So pretty quickly, I'm like, we should go into the bedroom. And he says, okay. So we're again standing at the edge of the bed. We're making out with each other. I'm rubbing my hands all over him. I start just very lightly touching his cock over his pants and I can feel him getting hard and he has a phenomenal cock. So of course, that's where my mind is going at this point. Naturally. And we're just continuing to kiss and, and touch each other all over And then he starts feeling on my pussy and I can tell I am already wet. I mean, the kissing and especially that spot under my ear. I am just so into this whole thing at this point. So he's touching me and I can feel that I am like, you know, I'm I'm wet. I'm super wet all over his hand already. Well, naturally. (laughs) So 
he tells me to lay down. I get on my back and he starts going down on me. And T is so good with his mouth. And he's also so mindful of being in touch with what I like and knowing what I like. I mean, obviously, I'll verbalize it if I need to. But we've also been together twice now before. And I think he really understands what my moans and my noises mean. So, for example, there's a very big difference between like, oh, this feels good, which is like my mm, moan versus that is the spot because I go up an octave, I get louder. And when he finds my spot, he knows to stick to it. He doesn't deviate from the plan once he figures out what the plan is. Well, yeah, that's the benefit of playing with, you know, partners regularly or routinely. You start to really understand what makes them tick. You know, that just makes for better play. Oh, I fucking love it. So he's going down on me. Of course, he makes me come. And this was very hot because once again, this is a more sensual session. I'm like not cramming his head into my pussy while I'm coming or squeezing the life out of him with my thighs. I'm trying to have a little bit of control over my body while I'm coming so that it is a little bit more sensual. I was surprised I could do it, but I could do it. Well, I'm not I'm not surprised. You're not? No. No, I'm not surprised. So, for example, I'm like rubbing his arms while he is going down on me and I keep my legs planted. I I keep in my mind that I need to keep my feet planted while I'm coming and I grip onto his arms instead of making my legs do the gripping. And it was fantastic because it allowed him to continue to lick my pussy while I was having this like rolling orgasm. Yeah, because you clench really hard. If if your feet come off the bed or you start squeezing, it's a little tough to do because you're going to crush his head. Give him a fucking concussion. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So then it's his turn. And at this point, all he has really taken off is like this sweater that he had on. Every He's still completely clothed. Right. So he lays down on the bed. He takes his shirt off. He puts it over to the side with his shoes. But he still has his pants and his boxers and his socks on. And... (laughs) So he unbuttons his pants. I kind of help pull them off of him. He's now in his socks and his boxers. And I have a weird fucking thing about socks during sex. You can't wear socks to bed. Oh, God, I fucking hate it. I was reading this study the other day that was talking about how you have better orgasms as a man if you leave your socks on during sex. I'm like, I don't fucking care because I will not have an orgasm if you have socks on while we're having sex. I wouldn't know because I've never done that. It's so bad. Oh, God, I hate it. So I asked if he'd take his socks off. He was like, sure. So he takes them off, throws them over to the side. Now he just has his boxer briefs on and his gorgeous fucking perfect cock is just sticking up ever so slightly. I mean, he's rock hard, but it's like pushing up against his boxer briefs. So I can see the perfect outline of his cock, which is so fucking hot for me. That visual image, if I could just take a picture and use that as like the backdrop of my screenshot on my phone or something, you know, my my background on my phone for when he calls or texts me i really should ask him if i can do that you should that would be outstanding so fucking hot it's just the perfect picture so anyway i'm kind of rubbing his cock over his boxer briefs teasing just a little bit but everyone knows i'm a slut and i need that cock out so that did not last that long (laughs) yeah the 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 imagination you the idea that you're just going to play a little bit and rub over the underwear or the briefs or whatever that never is going to last with you no. you have no the attention span i mean it just isn't possible i am not a good teaser no. not a, not if i really want you i guess that should be the way that i know if i can yeah. tease you for a half hour at a time i probably don't want your cock that bad right you're not in that big a rush 
<laughs> so anyway, I finally kind of start to pull down his boxer briefs and reveal this cock. And it's, oh my God, it's nice. And we take them the rest of the way off, throw them to the side. So now he's completely naked. I'm in this little black dress thing that unzips and I have a robe over top of it still and I get in between his legs and I just start rubbing on his thighs and I couldn't remember if he liked his balls being played with or not he's like yes I absolutely love it so I was like perfect because I love you know this because we do it every single time we have sex I love to start with the balls yeah kind of like tease the cock and pay attention to the balls with my tongue and my lips so I'm almost kind of kissing on his balls caressing them with my mouth a little bit and then I start flicking my tongue over them and I get just enough kind of motion going on his cock that I I can tell that I'm driving him crazy with it (laughs) I'm giving him plenty of motion on the cock, but not enough attention on the cock to really, really get a good blowjob going. Instead, I'm paying attention to the balls. Yeah, not overstimulating. Yeah. So I did that for quite a while and he's moaning. He's talking about how much he loves it. But then I just admire this cock too much. I have to have it in my mouth. Right. So I stop with the balls and I start very slowly sucking his cock. And I'm going back and forth between giving him eye contact and just staring at this perfect fucking cock. Truly, I appreciate this cock. That's what it is. And there was at one point where I was sucking it and I just stopped and I was stroking it and just staring at it. And he's like, I'm not sure I've ever been with a woman that looks at my cock the way that you do. That's a, I don't I guess that's a, that's a compliment. I think it's a great compliment because yeah. to me, it proves that I truly like being down there in between his legs. I'm not right. there because. It's not obligatory. Yeah. I'm not there because I feel like I have to be. I'm not there because he just gave me an orgasm with his mouth. I'm right. there because I sincerely appreciate and want to have my mouth on that cock. Right. And the fact that my face says that my face says everything i have no poker face whatsoever no you are listen anybody has the opportunity to play poker for money with you should take (laughs) that's why i don't play poker for money you have (laughs) no ability to hide your emotions it's so you roll your eyes so hard and i don't even realize i'm doing no i know i have to tell you a lot of times like you need to stop so apparently i had no idea that i was looking at this cock like i you know thought it was the most prized possession but i apparently was yeah i'm sure it was obvious (laughs) so i'm sucked on it. I'm stroking it at the same time. I think what I really like about this cock, I might have talked about this the first time he and I were together, but it's very uniform. Like it's the same thickness pretty much all the way throughout the cock, which I really like because it's easy for me to suck on. It's easy for me to get a nice suction with my mouth and to also be able to use my tongue at the same time because I don't have to change the depth of my mouth hole. <laughs> it sounds so fucking weird. I can't describe it. As I'm saying this, Brian's shaking his head at me. All anybody guys. needs to know is that you take your oral stimulation seriously. Very. It's a fucking art form. Yeah, for that's me. all that anyone needs to know. So it's a very easy cock to suck, and therefore I absolutely love sucking it. So that went on for a while. And then he tells me that he wants me to ride his cock, which I hadn't realized I hadn't ridden his cock up to this point. Really? Not even at the drive in? No. Oh, interesting. No, it was always him on top, or when the first time we played together, it was a lot of him from behind me. Right. But this was the very first time I got to ride his cock. And as soon as he said that, I was immediately more turned on by that because right. A, it's something new, which I always love, but B, I love riding cock and I love being able to show someone my ability in riding cock. 
Well, it's because also not every woman has that skill. No, it's also for you. It's a great way for you to control depth and that kind of thing. So you like it. Yeah, absolutely. So the other thing that I loved was he was trying out some new condoms because I had recommended some to him where you could kind of custom fit them because he has a unique sized cock. He's not he's almost like kind of in between some sizes. He's a right. nice big cock is basically what I'm saying. So right. for him to get custom condoms made all the sense in the world. So we tested out two different sizes together, which I also liked. It was nice. like this little science project we were doing with They our... find one that worked better? Absolutely we did. So Good. the first one worked much better. We put it on, it slid on perfectly. I get a little bit of lube and I'm kind of just rubbing on his cock with the lube to get it all nice and you know slick for me to be able to slide up and down on and I very slowly lower myself onto his cock because I knew it was going to stretch me like crazy even though I was soaking wet I mean he's big and that initial stretch for me is so oh I can't even What's describe like your it. favorite thing ever it is it is mind-blowing for me I can't think of a part of sex I like more than that first initial stretch yeah because a, I think it's super hot to be with someone who's well endowed enough to like make me wince a little bit because of that size queen mentality I have. But in addition to that, I love the pain pleasure mixture. It's like you get the two seconds of pain followed by this amazing earth shattering sensation happening in your pussy. Yeah. You also make a pretty unique sound when that first happens. Do I really? Yeah. Is it different than other times when I moan? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I'll have to pay more attention now. I'll point it out. Okay. So I slide onto his cock, he stretches me out, and I start very slowly kind of bouncing myself on and off him. At first, I'm sitting up and I kind of undid my dress, the little thing that I had on a little bit to expose my tits because I know that he loves them. So I wanted them out and available to him to touch or use however he wanted. Right. So he reaches up and he does start kind of playing with them a little bit. And then he starts kind of rubbing his hands onto my ass and almost like assisting me in going up up and down on his cock so i start playing with my own tits oh, which nice. i fucking love and he later told me he thinks is one of the hottest fucking things ever for sure and i love it because i get all of the sensation i have each nipple getting some sensation i have my pussy going he's rubbing on my ass oh the whole thing just felt fucking phenomenal yeah, it sounds phenomenal oh it was delightful so then at one point i kind of got down on my elbows almost down by his head so that i could really position myself to get as much momentum going as possible and i just start working that cock with my pussy i am bouncing all over it i am moaning in his ear he is saying some naughty things in my ear telling me how good my pussy feels how wet i am and i came so fucking hard. I clenched down on that cock like, well, I was going to say like you wouldn't believe. I believe it. <laughs> you believe it. It was a crazy hard orgasm. At one point, I was afraid I was going to hurt his cock. Yeah. I just had this conversation with somebody about how hard you, you clench and easily can push people out of you, which happens all the time. Yeah. So that went on for a little bit. And then we stopped. We were going to switch to the other condom because that was kind of the, not the point of us playing, but it was one of the goals of this session was to figure out the right condom for him so we took that one off he went down on me again for a little bit at one point he's reaching up and just kind of very slowly building sensation on my tits getting a little bit firmer with his grasp once again keeping in mind that i wanted a little bit more of that sensual session which i loved i just think it's so great that he can be mindful and be versatile like that um, and so then we swapped. I started sucking his cock again and then he wanted to fuck me on top. So he put me on the edge of the bed. He puts the other condom on. 
I get on the edge of the bed. My ass is basically almost hanging off the edge of the bed. Okay. That's a lot of ass to hang off a bed. It absolutely is. It took quite a bit of uh, finagling to stay that way too. I had one foot kind of planted on the ground. The other one's up over his arm as he's inching into me and he starts fucking me. And then I realize that I have to have one hand on the edge of the bed to make sure that I'm not going to fall into him. We're not going to crash into the wall and fucking, you know, leave a hole in our wall. It's all we fucking need. (laughs) So he's fucking me like crazy and I'm holding on for dear life as he is just pounding the shit out of me and it feels so good and then there was another point where he rolled me over and he's fucking me from behind I'm flat on my stomach and he's just pushing into me he's grabbing onto each ass cheek and once again not super aggressive assertive like it was the first two times he's definitely pushing into me but for me it was I would say minimal squeezing right and I loved that. It felt so good. Uh, I had my hair in like a little bit of a side braid type thing. And he did pull on that for just a second. Um, but once again, not super aggressive. Then he kind of rubs on my back while he's fucking me. So there was just a lot of different types of sensation. He was really keeping me guessing as to where his hands were going to be, what types of sensation he was going to be providing, which I love because it just keeps my attention the entire time. Right. And then he decides that he's going to flip me over again. But this time he tells me that he wants to pull out, take the condom off and come in my mouth. Oh. And I'm like, that's fucking hot. I love swallowing cum, especially when I like the person who's cum I'm swallowing. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's That's a huge piece of it. So he has me back on the edge of the bed. Okay, imagine this. He is pushing inside of me. He's grabbing onto my tits at one point. I am grabbing onto each of his legs to use that as like the leverage to keep us together and keep us on the bed as he is just fucking me like crazy. He's picking up the intensity and the pace. And I can tell by the look on his face that he's getting close. He has this great tell of when he's going to come because a lot of times during our play he's giving me all this great eye contact and he's very much present in the moment and when he gets close to coming that changes like he stops providing the eye contact it's almost like he just gets lost in this fog of pleasure is almost what the look on his face looks like which I fucking love so I knew he was getting close and then he's like I'm gonna come so he pulls out of me I get down on the floor down by his cock but we can't get the fucking condom off because it's too tight on him. This is the wrong size condom, right? So he's trying to rip off this condom. Literally last second, he rips the condom off and splooges fucking everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. All over my face, up my nose, in my eyes, in my hair, on our bedspread, on the wall of our bedroom. I am talking come on every inch that you could possibly imagine within close proximity. Yeah, when I got back, all of the sheets were on the floor, the the comforter, everything. They're like, <laughs> yep, washing it all right now. I got it. You know, like, okay, cool. Good session. I literally, we both just burst out laughing, which was also so funny because this was a very intense session. It was very sensual, like I mentioned, not an aggressively intense session, but just a lot of connection and, you know, just really, I don't know, very hot, erotic moments together. So to go from that to him, you know, splooging all over my face and literally having his come up my nose and we just both burst into laughter was too fucking good. So I did put my mouth on his cock as I'm laughing to suck up the last little bit of cum but I was laughing so I started fucking choking on his cum well 
Yeah, naturally. Oh my god! I mean, sir, can you get any more fucking awkward of an ending than that? <laughs> well, for some people, but for you, I think that's pretty appropriate. Oh, a hundred percent. I always say if if we are playing on a regular basis and weird shit like this doesn't happen then we're not as close as we need to yeah be you're doing something wrong <laughs> we're going to have these moments and the fact that we can both just laugh and just think it's fucking hilarious was amazing it was so endearing to me it made me like him even more because i do think that there are guys in this situation who'd be like well that fucked up the whole time yeah you know we had this mishap and now there's fucking cum on your wall and you know just what a fucking disaster that was but to be able to laugh about it and see it as like a funny silly ending to an amazing session was so fun and awesome to me yeah listen it's obvious that you had a great time when i came home because it was again still early in the day it was just prior to noon sheets everywhere comforter everywhere all of that stuff had just been washed like the day before it's like wow this must have went really well like, and you were a hot mess hair everywhere you know. well i go into the bathroom after we're done together and i'm using a washcloth to try to get the cum out of my nose i just got a new nose piercing so there's literally come in and around my nose piercing. Right. I mean, it was that it was that crazy. Fucking come. I found come for like another 10 minutes in crevices. You know, the little crease right behind your ear, like where your ear meets your face, that little yeah. like fold of skin right there. There was come there. Well, when I walked in, you're like, I have come all over me. <laughs> You came in and he had just left. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, we laughed about it. It was a great ending to the day, really. He leaves, you come in and you want to give me a kiss as you're coming in from the gym. And I was like, you might want to wait a couple of minutes because I'm still finding cum in places. And you're like, what? Yeah, like you were just covered in. I'm like, all right, what well. What the fuck are you talking about? How funny. It was so fun. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about it since. And I also love that he was like, well, you have to share this one on the podcast. <laughs> He's like, this is a good story. I'm like, it really is. It was a good story. Not only because it was so hot leading up to that, but like I said, it was me being able to see him in a very different kind of light. It was a daytime play session when I was in a very different mindset. I've seen rough, aggressive tea. I've been able to experience what he's able to do with his hands in that type of environment. But to be able to be touched very softly and centrally by him yeah. and for him to be able to meet my energy in that way made me appreciate him even more yeah it's like i said having a, a regular play partner and starting to learn their peccadillos and, and exactly what it is they like and the things that don't work and the things that really do work for me that's just that's what i like about having regular play partners you develop those things and it just makes for such a much better experience for everybody yeah but i've also had regular play partners where it's like every single time i play with them it's the same it's the same type of sex it's the same yeah. type of energy and I think that I lose interest pretty quickly in those play partners. I For can sure. think back to all of them that were like that and I get bored. I am not a creature of habit. I do no. not want habit. If I wanted habitual types of play, we would probably be monogamous. <laughs> probably. So I want the variety and the fact that I can have variety with a single play partner is also very beneficial to me and i yeah. see that as su such a like a shining star for him in his column of prose yeah absolutely no listen that's a huge plus a huge feather in his cap that you guys can have that kind of connectivity and varying types of play that's a solid play partner and like i said he doesn't take himself too seriously because god knows i don't so. no that would never work <laughs> no if you're if you get weirded out by these types of awkward moments i am not the right play partner for you no because you're gonna fall off the bed you're gonna do something silly Someone's it's you know, gonna knee me in the nose. I'm gonna bleed all over. Totally, totally has happened. Moment. Yeah, yep, totally has happened. Yeah, 
Yeah. So anyway, great play session. I, of course, can't wait to see T again. He will be participating in my birthday gangbang. Yes, he will. Which I really enjoy because there will be some new guys there that I haven't experienced yet. But I'm also going to have guys there that I'm very comfortable with, that understand me, understand my body, that I know I'm going to be able to kind of run to if, if things get overly stimulating or I'm, I'm overwhelmed somehow. Yeah. It'd be a comfort level. There. Yeah. I really like that. That's going and to I'll be, be there. Of kind of that contrast, you know, the, the new energy with the people that I really enjoy already playing with. Yeah, absolutely. This will be fun. Hopefully uh, all the folks in, that we have on deck show up. I'm looking forward to it. Even if, like I said, even if half of them do, it's a success. I'm not sure I can handle eight guys. So maybe we don't want all of them. <laughs> well, we, we instinctively know that someone's going to fall out of this thing. So uh, it, very, very likely one of the newer guys, which is fine. We're going to have a core group there. It'll be a, it'll be a good time either way. It's going to be a, a, an amazing night, a little, some cocktails and you know some light banter and then a whole lot of uh, banging is what it looks like it's going to be to me. Well, I know T is going to come through for me. He's reliable and a great play partner, and I feel very fortunate to have him as a sexual partner. No, he'll be there for sure. I also want to let you guys know that we are doing a bonus episode that is recounting my time with the super hot dude that blew out my back. You're going to hear how he blew out my back on our Patreon <laughs> bonus episode this week. So we'd love for you to join us at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. Our Telegram members have also already seen some pictures from that play session. So another reason to join us. We want to say a thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week are Michael, Renee, Rob, and Misty. Thank you guys for jumping on board with us. We can't wait to get to know you better there. We also are showing the actual sex scenes from said blowing out of back on our OnlyFans. I already have the oral session up on there for you guys to see. I'm, I'm not joking. You're going to want to see this man's body and cock, if nothing else, okay? If you want to see me with my mouth on it, that's cool. But I think even just appreciating this Adonis of a man, you'll want to get on our OnlyFans. That's at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. You can, of course, find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media and TikTok at Front Porch Swingers. And guys, don't forget, our very first Vegas event is coming up. It is the Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas and Brian's birthday bash on February 17th starting at 8 p.m. And you can find tickets and all the additional information on that event at members.frontporchswingers.com. So if you are in the Vegas area or plan to be on February 17th, do not miss that event. It is going to be a crazy awesome night in a fantastic venue. Yeah, I am super looking forward to it. Not because it's my birthday, but because it's going to be an amazing event. (laughs) At least something to look forward to on the 17th. Yes, absolutely. Also, so we're going to just just mention this Podbash 2022 is officially booked. Yes. It's underway. We have only opened up sales to our patrons and to our friends. We will likely announce the entirety of the event next week. So we're going to let our folks do what they need to do for the first week because we just adore them so much. And if you're on our Telegram or our Patreon, you will know uh, exactly where you need to go and what to do. But we will have all that information for you probably in a week or so. But we are fucking pumped. I cannot wait. I think there's 248 days to the event right now. We're already counting <laughs> already down. Counting down. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, so make sure. Another reason to join our Patreon community. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. Make sure you stay tuned for next week i'm sure we'll have a gangbang update for you at least we'll let you know if it was a train wreck or the best night of my life or somewhere in between so <laughs> and until then thank you guys so much for listening thanks everybody <laughs>